0: Hello, my name is Senator Mubina Jaffer and this is my podcast on Every Voice Counts. You may be aware that I have been doing a number of blogs and podcasts on various aspects of systemic racism. In that series, This will be my last podcast. As you will know, if you have followed my blog or some of my blogs and podcast series, the invisible visible minority over the past month and a half, the racial inequalities which systemic racism both creates and perpetuates are not easy to combat. Indeed, Strategies to rectify these injustices are made more difficult by the fact that the nature of systemic racism is a cycle. Due to the cyclical nature of systemic racism, from the moment a racialized person is born, they experience marginalization, oppression and exclusion in our country, Canada. Further, because it is a cycle, systemic racism can and does manifest in a multitude of ways, from discrimination in professional, academic, public health settings, to racially motivated criminalization and institutionalization. As a consequence of its undefined and cyclical nature, the creation of targeted approaches to combating systemic racism, difficult as they cannot be solely focused on one system or institution which fosters racism. It is very important that all anti-racism strategies recognize this key function of systemic racism so as to challenge and ultimately rectify its larger and ever expansive social implications. For instance, as it is a cycle and thus does not have one clear path of oppression, even if a racialized person has had access and has been able to take advantage of educational opportunities there is no way of guaranteeing that they will have a job let alone a well-paying one waiting for them when they have completed their studies what is more even if they manage to get a job cyclical systemic racism makes it extremely difficult to advance without the assistance and alliance of non-racialized co-workers or mentors, both of which can be very hard to come by. However, changes can be made to create a more inclusive society. I want to share with you that I would never have become a lawyer in Vancouver, British Columbia, if it wasn't for a mentor who stood up up for me against the Law Society so I could even get the forms to get my qualifications assessed. I was qualified in a very well-known university in England, and when I came here and went to the Law Society, they would not even give me the forms. If it wasn't for the mentorship of Mr. Dome, the Honorable Thomas Dome, and then later on of Mr. Christian and Sheila Copps, I would not be a senator. I am a firm believer that you have to have mentorship. One strategy of this ongoing process of change is to ensure that people are adequately trained and educated on all different ways and places systemic racism and its unconscious biases are present. It is my hope that through following along with the series, readers, leaders, and listeners feel more informed about the impacts of systemic racism and are more equipped to fight it in their own lives. All this is to say there is no universal experience. Systemic racism, it is everywhere and it can and does appear anywhere. That is why In addition to public educational and awareness projects, I do strongly believe that legislative initiatives as race-based analysis and a designated cabinet committee to study and oversee the ongoing impacts of historical genocide and the contemporary cycles of systemic racism are central to any anti-racism solution Building strategy. As we continue, I'm hopeful that we as Canadians will continue to make great use of the rich resources of our wonderful country, Canada. By doing so I know that together we can and will change our country for the better and in the process we will be demonstrating to the world exactly how it can be done. You know, for some of you who are listening to this podcast, you will think, why is it important to pay attention to the eradication of systemic racism? I believe we get disharmony And we have conflict in society when all people are not treated equally. And I want to share with you something I learned as a little child. You know, my father wanted me to be a politician. And my mother wanted me to be a pianist. And she would always tell me, Practice piano, practice piano. And for many of us who have had those challenges, I wasn't very open to practicing piano. Some days, to annoy her when she really nagged me, I would just play on the white keys. Try it. It is not good harmony. And on some days, I would just play on the black keys that is also not good harmony. At a very young age, my mother taught me to have harmony in society, you have to play both on the black and white keys. That is why we all have to work towards eradicating systemic racism.